God is the God of the universe. God is the God of everybody. And that is what John was referring to when he said that the one that does not love does not know God. But the confidence that you must have in the word of God from within, that deep assurance, heaven is a state of happiness which comes as a result of living a useful life. The heavenly pursuit is usefulness. The heavenly pursuit is love. The wisdom of God, it is universal. It is universal because it does not belong to a certain set. shared with you what the Lord wants me to share with you. And this is the prayer topic. We are going to push it hard. That Lord use me. And in this use me that we are saying, we are going to say it as people who want to be used anyway. Like anyway that the Lord wants to use you. He should use you. Big way, small way, whatever. Glorious way. Whatever way, the Lord should use you. So the spirit of the prayer is that we are not interested in determining for the Lord how he, would, he may use us. We just want to be used. Our desperation is that the Lord will function in us in any way that he sees fit. Now, this is an important step in the mind of the one that is trying to discover specifically what the Lord wants them to be. There must be the feeling and the understanding that it does not matter how the Lord chooses to lead you and to bring you to the place of uses. It does not matter the way he wants to use you, what he wants to use you for. Your satisfaction is in the fact that he's using you. Hallelujah. And this is an important thing because this shows a desire to be used that is beyond selfish interest or personal gain. And anybody that comes to this point is actually ready to discover something more in the Lord. Hallelujah. So when we think of the uses, we don't think of the greatness. We think about the uses. We think about the uses not the greatness. Amen. Amen. I'm going to share with you something for some few minutes. No, we'll finish. This is our prayer. And I want you to be ready to pray. Because this prayer should affect you. Hallelujah. Should affect you. And let me tell you something about prayer. You have to learn to pray through every obstacle. 
In other words, when you set out to pray, there are things that will come up in your mind to dismiss what you are trying to do. There are things that will come up in your mind to tell you it's a waste of time. What will come out of this? Different, different things. And what will happen is that if you listen to them, then the zeal with which you are pushing after the Lord, it will diminish. So what you do is that you don't stop to reason them out. What we are setting out to do is a good thing. So it's okay. That's all. So if the enemy comes, oh, will God answer you? Will God mind you? What if God gives you something you don't want to do? No. All that must be blocked out. So you block it out. You don't listen to reason it out, to give an answer, and then, oh, God will be with me. What if this happens? No, you don't listen. As it comes into your head, you shut it down, and you keep pushing. Please understand that. And that's what we do. And I feel there'll be a corporate release. Hallelujah. There must be fervency in this, okay? There must be fervency in this. Romans chapter 12. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that ye present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. Hallelujah. So the idea is to present our bodies a living sacrifice unto God. And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. For I say through the grace given unto me, to every man that is among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think soberly, according as God had dealt to every man the measure of faith. Now that measure of faith is what God gives to you according to your unique vessel. So there's a faith for the operation of God through you, specifically that I do not have. And that is why you are the only one that can express what God made you for. Hallelujah. That is why you are the only one that can express what God made you for. So Paul is saying that God has dealt to every man the measure of faith. Every one of us. Hallelujah. Do you get it? That faith is there. That is the faith for the operation of God through you. So Paul is saying that this is, it is this measure of faith that should determine how you think of yourself. Do you understand that? So the way what God has given to you to operate in, that is how you must think of yourself. Please you understand that? Yes. For us, we have many members in one body and all members have not the same office. That office there is function. The same function, the same office. So we being many are one body in Christ and everyone members one of another. Having then gifts differing according to the grace that is given to us, whether prophecy, let us prophesy according to the proportion of faith. So there are those that will have the gift to prophesy. Amen. 
And even in the gift to prophesy, there are different types of prophesying. Hallelujah. But there is a measure of faith that is given that makes a person easily prone to that kind of oppression. It means then that without that measure of faith given to you, what the other person is doing will be beyond you. So you see them do it, but you can't do it. Amen. Now, the fact that you cannot do it does not mean that you can't do anything. It means that you can't be like that person. That's all. So the lesson in it is that then find what God has called you to be so that you can receive the measure of faith for it. So what you see me do, you don't have the faith for it. The places that I can enter, you don't have the faith for it. That faith is not like, oh, you don't believe God. It's a certain feeling that, oh, it's a powerful thing, but somehow it's not for you. Do you get it? So you appreciate its importance, but you know that no, there is a grace involved that you do not have. Now, the problem is that with many people, when they see that there is such a grace on another that they don't have, they move to conclude that then there is no grace that they can have. But that is not right. Because the grace on another is because of their vessel. You are not that vessel. You are a different vessel. And it is because you are a different vessel. That is why you do not have that grace. And that is why what they do, you know you cannot do. But you knowing you cannot do what someone else is doing does not mean you cannot do anything. You can do what you were made to do. And you can receive grace for your specific work, which will be different from what another person is doing. So you see that thing? When you see somebody do something, and you see me do what I'm doing, you can't do it, right? Then you conclude that then you can't do anything. No, you too, what you have been called to do, I can't do it. It's true. It is because you have not done it. And it is because maybe you have not lifted it up to the level that it must be. You see, sanitation, hmm? sanitation, it can be that you move about taking people's refuse. Do you see? And then you go and throw it away for them and they'll give you something. Right? Bola, bola man, right? Or you can get an aboboya and then when we save your number, we say refuse man aboboya. See, so your own is different. Most these people used to come to your house to carry your bola away. They didn't come with anything. They just came to take your bola away. Yes, but now there's an aboboya person who is taking a child. Then when we graduate, it turns into a waste management company. All of them are waste management, right? Do you get it? Well, my point is at times you may think what you are doing is small, and it is because you have started at a small place. Like it's a small scale thing that you are doing. Now, when the grace increases, 
the scale of it also increases. The glory of it also increases. That is how it works. And that is how the gifts that God gives to us to operate in us, how they are. Sometimes you start from somewhere. And that's why it is important to just want to be used by God. Because some of you are sitting there to be carried one day, to be placed at the pinnacle of your gift. Nah. You see, some of us, when we started, what we did was that, you see, every stage and the step you can take, do you see? The stage that you don't even know what to do, there's a step you can take. What you do see is that there's work that is being done. So you join yourself to people who are doing that work, and then you find some to do. So I mean, those days, what I found out was that there is a prayer group. It's a prayer that everybody can pray. So I went to join the prayer group. Do you see? And then we pray, we pray, we pray. I remember those days, they said the then presiding bishop of the Methodist Church wanted a prayer tower. So a list was put out and then they mentioned and they should come and join the prayer tower. You see. So that's all that we went to do. They said we should pray. It's not anything. By something. It's a scaling, right? They said we should pray prayer tower. Actually, my first prayer tower was for a conference. Can you imagine? Like maybe you think that, ah, it's a conference that we're going to, our prayer was that the conference would be successful and people would be blessed. That's what that, and we fasted and uh, just for that. Then this one came, you see. So this one took us to, we were presiding bishop's special prayer group. You see, it was powerful. And we met every day, Monday to Friday. Every day, Monday to Friday. Even times that there was church service, we finished the church service and come and do it. Do you see? For two years, we were in the system. Of course, there wasn't anything. Do you see? I remember then we used to go for size. So if you say, let's go for size, what you do is that you sit down. When the bus comes, you sit inside and go for the size. But me, what I saw was that, hey, there are people that are going to uh, take mattress. Charlie, who go, who go, who enter, right? You know, you think that, oh, maybe what you have been caught, there's a say that you don't even know what you've been caught to do, but there's work. So you do some. My point is that if you learn to do these things, you begin to discover what you need to discover. Then things will become more and more specific. We used to be. You see, that's one trend that I realized. All the people that I did such things with were the people that became special people. Those that sat down quietly and waited, the backers, they would sit inside, they would go. Do you see? They were not, like, one thing that I never understood when we used to be on campus, like, they would go for a service. When we close from service, right, there's a bus. Do you see? And then people rush into the bus and then they go. See, hey, people rush into the bus and then they go. Meanwhile, those that know something, they are not in the bus. Those, is, those of you who are in Gamsu, who saw a papa or a mama enter a bus? Do you see? I, mean, I didn't see one. So I, mean, I stayed, I was loitering around. So when we finish, we all follow and go. You see, my point is that there are some things that you can begin to do 
when you are not even sure of what specifically you've been called to. And a lot of the times, you are going to have to do some basic stuff for a while before you begin to graduate further and further. Please, you understand that? Yeah, so from there, we started leading prayer meetings, prayer sessions, not prayer meetings, prayer sessions. Do you see? Then we started teaching small, small. Then we, we, we discovered that there's an anointing for such things, right? Yeah, recently, I chanced on a book that was a major blessing to me when I was on campus. It was a book by Ora Roberts. When you see the invisible, you can do the impossible. Say, wow, this book. So I, I said, I'm going to read it again. I'm going to find out why I was so blessed by the book. So I'm reading it again. So I started reading it. You see. And it was a blessing. Do you know how I got to read a book? Somebody that knew what he was doing read the book. And then me that I didn't know what I was doing. And I wanted to know what I, I was doing. I said, okay, then let me also take the book. You see, in that book, that's where I read that this is the anointing. It's in that book. When you are so much beside yourself and the spirit of the Lord fills you, that when you lift your hand, it is like God lifting up his hand. You see, that's where I read that thing from, in that book. That's when I was, I was imparted to operate under the anointing. When I read that thing, it changed. Everything changed for me. Everything changed for me. I'm telling you. Everything changed. When I read it, see how they lay hands on you, then you fall somewhere. I also fell somewhere. I was here in the room. I fell there. So it's like I fell across from one corner of the room to the other corner. But I only started reading because somebody who had read it said they had read it. These days, we don't do those things. When people that know what they are doing are doing things, you that you don't know what you are doing, you sit somewhere. Do you see? And then you let them go and do it. <laughs> Hallelujah. How will you know? How will you put the spirit? How will you advance? So my point is that a lot of the times we start from small, small things and then we grow from there. And then it becomes sharper. 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 And then it seems as the gifts are collected together, it turns into a ministry. And then as you continue in it and you are faithful in it, it becomes something that is your ministry. So there's a uniqueness that is associated with what you do that becomes very obvious to anybody that benefits from it that this is your calling. Do you get it? But it mm -hmm. does not start from my child, this is your calling, boom, you go and do. You start from somewhere. At times you have to learn to serve people that are ahead of you. Not because when you serve them, then they say, take a double portion. No. There are things with serving that only, see me, it's now that I don't have anybody that I'm working with physically because a lot of the people that I want to work with don't agree with me. So it's some way. 
juicy. So all of our people that we work with now are on the internet. Do you understand? But a lot of times, I was following people. I was following people. You see that guy that when papers are talking, it's like all the people are powerful men of God talking. And then there's a small boy that is in the vicinity by design, right? Intentionally. And he's not saying anything. He's listening. He's following. He's watching. And they send him, right? They send him. You do something, you follow people, you iron, right? <laughs> then you are, you are picking up things that is not easy to see. Because a lot of the time when people are outside, you can't see certain details. All that you see is what they can do. But there are details that you can't see. And when you are close, you see. Some of you don't know anything, but you are very, very, very on your own. You are not going anywhere. Hallelujah. It's true. I'm not, it's not like I don't want you to go anywhere. Like I want you to go somewhere, but because of this thing, you are not going anywhere. Because those that do this thing, they don't go anywhere. Do you see? You have to appreciate things like that. You have to appreciate things like that. Anyway. So back to my point. So Paul is saying that. If you want to prophesy, you prophesy according to the proportion of faith. So there's a proportion of faith. Amen. Yes. Then, I want you to look at the different, different things that he mentions. Because at times, if you know many things that a person can become, it's easy to look inside and see if your own is inside, right? So today, that's one of the things that I'm trying to do. I'm trying to mention different, different things that are also ministry. Because at times, you may think to what I'm doing is ministry. So you, there can only be one me. How many people can preach at a go? Uh -huh. So you there, what can you do? Do you see? But look at what Paul is saying. Say that our ministry, let us wait on our ministry. What is that word translated ministry? So that's something that a person does according to the proportion of faith given to them. Do you see? Recently, Mamadi was telling me a conversation he had with one person, and the conversation was in this direction that the way Mamadi is, it's very easy to talk to her and to flow with her, and like a lot of benefits in that. But me, I'm not like that. Because when you are talking to me, there are pauses, and you, you see that thing like, at times, you can even text me, I'm online, pa, and I'll go offline. At the time, you want to give me the benefit of the doubt, right? That I didn't see, but I saw it. Do you see? No, I want you to understand something. Yeah, I'm some way. You have to, you have to get it. So clearly, some things you will not get from me. I'm telling you for a fact. I'm telling you, if I were some other way, all my deepness will go. <laughs> I'm not saying that to be that way is bad, though. No. I'm also trying to be something else that is also good for you. So I can't be some other thing. But someone else will be that thing. Do you see? Some of you, like, if it were me, pet, like, you would not even stay in this church. It is some people's ministry that made you stay. Then you came to understand 
caught my uses. At the time that you were around, what I was doing was too high for you. So some people needed to show you love here and there and become like something to you that me I was not going to be to you. Like you said, if you step here fresh, you want some special treatment. They don't have that for you. You see, like some people, we are happy to have you around. And it's me, I'm happy to have you around though. But when I talk, my voice is not sweet. Do you see? Do you understand that? Like maybe some pastor will tell you, stay here, stay here to bless you, stay here to bless you. Do you see? And they say, my pastor doesn't talk like this, right? It's because of what I am. I don't do that. But somebody's work is that. Do you see? So you don't look at me and say, me, I don't talk like that. But why is this person very forceful? Pastor is not forceful. Me, if I'm forceful, you will run away. <laughs> No, it's true. So someone else's ministry is to be that for you. Because where I stand and what I occupy, uh, if I start telling you that do this thing in a certain way, all your free will will vanish. It will become manipulation. Please you understand that. But another person should be able to do that for you because at times you need that full strength, somebody telling you that this is the right way so that the feeling that this is the right way will not be lost on you. Do you see? So imagine everybody were looking at me and taking my staff. Do you see what will happen here? Hallelujah. Nothing here is as if I've not seen you, that you exist. Do you see? Well, you feel like if I've seen you, I should be a certain way towards you, right? Somebody else will do that for you. Amen. Please, this is not to say that I shouldn't be that. No. Oh, but me, I'm a very nice person. No, 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 no. Listen, 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 listen. Listen. Listen, listen to me, because I want you to understand the way I'm explaining. Maybe you may think that, oh, maybe I'm saying I'm not a nice person. No, I'm a very nice person. No, when you deal with me, you find I'm a very nice person, or you don't find it. Yeah, I'm a very nice person, very caring, or you don't find that. Yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> but you see, there are people that take caring to a certain level that me are not part. Do you get it? So I have a general caring, mood swing caring. You see, there's a, there are days I'm in the mood, you see, for such things. So I do strange things in that area. But there are people that, it's like, it's as if they are thinking there, it goes along that line. Do you see? Yes. It's a gift. It's a gift. When you take it, that it's a gift, eh? it changes. Because there's a faith for it. Hmm. There's a faith for it. Your problem is that there's so much glory because what I am doing, I've discovered it and I'm using it in a certain way. So you see glory in it and you like glory. When I say glory, honor. You like it. So that's why you want to be like somebody. Otherwise, why would you want to be like somebody? So you think that what you have been called to do, that you are doing, is not anything, but something. If you like, check the way even this ministry is run. 
I'm not in everything. There are many things that go on in this ministry that I'm not aware of. Not aware of like, I don't know anything. That, but um, it's not my hand that is in it. I'm not the originator. Like people have the right to originate things and be moving. There's a boundary you operate within. But in terms of what you do, there are many things. People call meetings here and there. People, you understand? <laughs> people do things. People recently, Pastor Mike is doing division. I had to step in to organize the division well. You see? And it's because people must become what they've been called to. If I'm to do everything, then I must have every gift. Do you see? But I don't. I'll show you something here. So you will understand. So for instance, maybe when you see your pastor say, ah, pastor is deficient in this area. The message is not that then I must be efficient in that area. The message is that the one that must be efficient, they must step up. And most likely it could be you. <laughs> you see, if I don't know how to do anything, right, then you can talk. But me, what I know how to do, I know how to do very well. And I intend to even know how to do it in a mind-busting way. Do you know mind-busting way? Like, in a way that, do you see? But the one I don't know how to do, let someone else do. So develop that, please, look. We have grown to a point where I've agreed that at this stage, I can't develop anything again. So what I am now? <laughs> no, there's a stage where you develop different, different things. Do you understand that? No, no, listen to me. You see that? The need for specialization. Do you see? The need for specialization is so strong because you see the need before you. You don't have time to now learn a new skill. It's not now that I'm going to learn to be sociable. Do you see? I'm anti so, it's okay. Amen. Amen. Do you get it? I'm anti so. You that you are sociable is a good thing you are around me. Like me, like this in the house. When I have a visitor, my mind is not there, I'm in trouble. <laughs> But when Mama D is there, I can't even leave. Like, the visitor has come, we are all there, then I leave. Because I leave, not the house, so I leave and go into the bedroom and leave you there. Do you see? Is it that, okay, then me, I think that I don't have time. No, 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 no. Where we fresh, yes, and a ministry must take over. And that is not my ministry. Please, you get it. So I'm not going to learn a new thing. I'm intentionally going this way with you, so follow me. I'm not going to learn anything. I'm okay, very confident what I am. What you think I don't know how to do? Must I know how to do everything? No. So someone else, that's why we are together. Someone else. Do you get it? So me, I believe in people. When people are around me that they don't want to do anything, but I become me, I become frustrated with them. Do you see? What can you do? So it's my responsibility also to know who can do what. So that, <laughs> even in my natural life, you see, when I'm moving, it's an entourage. To even go and do a small thing. Why? Because that way, when we are done, it will be a great work. But some of you, you want to do one thing, only you do everything. That's why when you finish, you say, hey, it's not bad. <laughs> you see, it's not bad. So, what I am is what I am. So, Mwadi was explaining to a person that it's a ministry thing. I was very happy when she finished, I didn't add anything. Because that is exactly the thing. It's a ministry thing. 
what I am is what I am. So if you feel like I must be a bit more chatty, right? If I were a bit more chatty, I would lose what makes you even want to come here to listen to me. So I don't have time for that. Do you understand that? I'm not saying don't chat with you. I mean, I'm, I feel like I'm chatty enough. There are days, right? Uh -huh. But my point is that there are people that really are good at this thing. So if you find that you are good at this thing, you don't let me shut you down. So when you find that I'm straight, but you are all chatty, it's not a sign that shut up. Because at times, you know, you are giving a certain balance that allows me to remain straight. So keep giving the balance. But because we don't get what it means to be, what God has called us to be, somebody's own, especially somebody that seems to be ahead of you, it seems to be an indication to you that give up on what God is trying to be inside you and then come and be that person. But that's not how it works. That's not how it works. Hallelujah. It's like a husband and a wife. The wife will talk her, the husband is quiet, right? And the wife will think that it's a sign that she should keep quiet. No. If you don't talk, who will talk? Do you see? <laughs> who will talk? So keep talking, keep talking. Sound must be in the air. Keep talking. If you shut up, it becomes two husbands moving together. No. Please, you get the point. At times, we quickly like to give up what God is trying to be in us. Because maybe we don't think that it is seen as a special and a powerful thing. But somebody must do something. Somebody must do that thing. And if you begin to accept these things and you begin to take responsibilities for it, you'll be surprised where it will go. You'll be surprised where it will go. I was telling her then why that I mean when I started, I didn't think I have anything to say. But I also understand people must hear things. Do you see? But I didn't have anything to say. So what I did is I used my money, my own money they sent to me from the house. I used it to buy people's books and give it to people that read. Like what is in this book, you must know it, right? But me, I don't have anything to say. Do you get it? So that's what I did. And I did it for a long time. You know, when I used to follow Pastor Chris a lot, I used to buy Rhapsody. It was in my bag. So when I said, I give it to you, naturally, take care and do it. So I'll be following up. Are you doing your devotion? You think, okay, maybe if you begin from there, then you will never preach, right? Because your ministry is to find what others have preached. But you don't know that, rather, it could be your pathway to also rise up to preach. So even in the evolution of ministry, where you start from, at times, it is not an indicator as to where you end up. Please understand that. But you must learn to appreciate what God wants to do with you. What God wants to do with you. Hallelujah. You must learn to appreciate it. And then what God is using for you, maximize it. Hallelujah. You maximize it. Anyway. So what is the word translated ministry? Service. Ooh. So in order to serve, you need faith for that. 
Wow. So if you render some kind of service, I know in my heart of heart that I will not be able to do it. Do you see? Yeah, I will not be able to do it. I will not be able to do it. Hallelujah. Please, you get it. And even me as a pastor, there are people around me who everybody is doing something. At least those that know what they are doing. And that's what makes me tick. You see? So, <laughs> anyway. Or he that teacheth on teaching. So there are people that are called to teach. They should teach. Or he that exhorted. What does it mean to exhort? Encourage. Hmm. Hallelujah. I don't want to talk much on this. He that giveth, let him do it with simplicity. So there are people to that, they give. Everybody must give who? But there are people that they give. They give on levels that you can't. Do you see? Yeah. When you see that you have faith for that. You have faith for that too. Is that when you are there, giving is cooking inside you. Do you see? Just like when somebody is there, another ministry is cooking inside them. You is giving that is cooking inside you. So by giving to is a spiritual thing. I say you need faith for that. You see, in God's universe, when he gives you faith for something, you have to believe that it is for an eternal purpose. Like me, am I not just talking? Is talking not a natural thing? How different is talking from giving? Both are natural. But as it is done according to the measure of faith that is given, it sends a spiritual message. Hallelujah. Some people, they are giving is a message. It's a message. It's like it hammers down and understanding into the heart of the one that benefits from the giving. Mm. Hallelujah. So it's not different from preaching. Preaching is to convey an understanding, right? Some people give and it conveys an understanding. Do you see? Me, people have given to me and it has made me believe in my calling. <laughs> it's like, oh, I'm working there. I was talking to your brother. And I said, actually, ministry is hard. So at times, some things must happen so that you know that God is with you. Otherwise, you wonder if you are throwing your life away. Do you see? You wonder if you are throwing your life away. Hmm. He that ruleth with diligence. So there are those that rule. Do you see? It's not preaching. They rule. They make sure things are working. He that show, <laughs> Look at that. He that showeth mercy with cheerfulness. So there are people that can show mercy as a ministry. These people are also fasting and developing themselves and overcoming, and this is what they become. 
You see, at times people say, oh, we can just show mercy without being spiritual. No. That's not what I'm talking about because that's not in service to God. Like when they called Stephen and Co. said, we want people that are filled with faith. Huh? We want people with faith, the Holy Ghost. And what were they supposed to do? They were supposed to serve tables. Why? So that the apostles will be able to give themselves to the ministry of the word and prayer. In other words, what they did, they needed faith to do it. And they were also going to be sharers in their ability. That's why the success of a member of the body is for everybody. It's for everybody. It's for everybody. Every functioning member of the body benefits from the success of another member. Because what we do, it has implications on the other parts of the body. It has implications. So these people, what they did was to take up the work of making sure that all the believers are well catered for. And it freed up time for the apostles to also do what they needed to do. Do you get it? It means that they were sharers in the apostles' work. Please understand that. And the apostles were also sharers in their work. So, let's read something else. Okay? 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 14. Read 14 to 18, then we'll jump to 28. For the body is not one member, but many. If the foot shall say, because I am not the hand, I am not of the body, is it therefore not of the body? Pay attention to this. Because if you read it quickly, you will not get it. The foot. So like, this how it is. Like you, Pastor, then you look at me. Right, and you say because you are not me, you are not a member of the body. That was the point I was trying to make. So you see somebody operate in a certain way, and you think that the way for you to be a member of the body, the functioning body of the Lord, is to become that person. So if you are not that person, then you have no place in the body. Do you get it? That's a wrong way of thinking. And that's something you have to get out of your head. Amen? Amen. He says that if the foot shall say, because I am not the hand, I am not of the body, is it therefore not of the body? Because I am not like this person, there's no use for me. The message you are lying. You have a use. Hallelujah. You must not become like anybody. You must become like you and what God has called you to be. Hmm? And if the ear shall say, because I am not the eye, I am not of the body. I'm not of the body means that there's no place for uses for me. But the body is for uses. Do you get it? Uh-huh. If the ear shall say, because I'm not the eye. So the ear looks at the eyes. Ah, I, the way he sees and powerful things. And because I can't see, like the way the eyes see me, there's nothing for me. Not knowing that the ear is also meant to hear, it's hearing the same as seeing. No. And he says that you, you are saying you are not part of the body, but you are lying. Hallelujah. And if the whole body were an eye, where were the hearing? And if the whole were hearing, where were the smelling? 
Hallelujah. Please you understand that. Yeah. But now had God set the members, every one of them in the body, as it had pleased him. And this is the basis of our prayer tonight. As it had pleased him. Now jump to 28. And God had set some in the church. First, apostles. Secondly, prophets. Thirdly, teachers. Now this is not in order of importance. This is just somebody trying to, okay, point one, point two. Do you understand that? Yeah. Said apostles, some are prophets, some are teachers. After that miracle, so some people have faith for power. <laughs> Hallelujah. After that, then gifts of healings. Do you see? Gift of healings. Then, this is the part that I want you to look at. The next one is what? Helps. What is that? How is that a calling? To just be helping. To be helping. But it's a gift. It's a calling. Can you imagine that? Have you tried to do something and there was no one to help you before? <laughs> so if there's something to be done, there are others that will help to get it done. Huh? Helping, helping, making sure things are flowing. One of the times that you understand what help is, is with a mother that has given birth. Right? And then the mother has come and left. Yes, so if it's some of the mothers we know, it's one month you get. Yeah, so you wake up in the morning, your baby must eat, you must bath. Yes, and then you, have, you move around and evening will come. Then you have no even bath. Then you are tired. Then you are breaking down. Then your baby is not sleeping. Then your baby starts getting rashes. Do you see? Then your baby is hot. Whatever you do, your baby doesn't respond. Then you don't know what to do. Some people have thrown the baby away before. Some people have had mental problems because of this. All that he needed was help. <laughs> help. Just help. So if husband is there, you know, but some husbands are not, 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 not. Do you see? But one of the things I've seen with people that when they see someone helping somebody, they don't find that there is glory in it. Do you see? But is that not God? Is that not God? We'll be here above four, right? And what the helper comes to do is to actually deliver what they have been looking for. You see, so there are people that are cut out for this kind of thing. They are helpers. And I'm saying that it might not be in the natural that you just help. You'll find that you'll be sitting in the helping frustrated, offended. I'm talking about 
according to the proportion of faith given to you. When you enter a realm, you realize that things get sorted. And only you have that ability. Do you see? Yeah. Some of you are not helpers at all. Do you see? Be a helper, be a better. It's not that you have your days, like me, I have my days to be a very chatty person. You see? But you don't have it. Do you see? Whether man or woman, you don't have it. At times it could be that you are lazy, that's why. But let's say we've sorted all those, you are not lazy. But you see that now, you don't even have the wisdom for such things. Actually, that's one thing that I realized. See, when I married, I considered, how do I become a very good husband? Do you see? Then I'm looking at all the wonderful things that women praise in men. Do you get it? And I realized that I can't do all of them. Do you see? I'm being clear with you. I realized I can't do all of them because some of them, I don't even see why. It must be, but you'll be praised for it. Do you get it? So what I decided to do was to do a few of them. Do you see? But that few of them, you know, do you see? I'll do it. Ah, it, will, it will just, it will just, it will just, it will just. Do you get it? Yeah. And to me, that's it. <laughs> It's true. That's it. Do you see? In that time, so no. I could show be the husband or he the But I was start. I say, what do that? Your husband be a. He be mother. We are not the same, please. This is their husbands that are sitting there. Do you understand? Nah. That's a powerful husband. Do you see? You are there in the mix. Do you see? At times you are in the kitchen, you are also there. Do you see? In the kitchen, I come and pass. Yes, and then take some of the distance. But I'll go back. Do you see? But if you also come and sit on YouTube, you say, ah, even Pastor doesn't do I wouldn't have the table. You should stay there. Oh. Oh, no, 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 you have to understand. You have to understand. Do you see? So, I have some charms. Let me focus on those charms and develop them. You understand? <laughs> Everybody's wife, in the beginning, when you have not shown your powers, they like to suggest that you could be like what somebody is doing for their wife. Do you see? But when you finish showing your powers, they leave you alone. Because you realize that you are on a certain level. Do you see? Do you understand it? Everybody is special in their own way. So what they bring is not the same. 
But if we really bring what we bring, unique and praiseworthy, it's the same with being a wife. There's a, a man that said his wife is frustrating him. Do you see? And so he took his wife to a marriage counselor. Do you see? And then he said, my wife is very dirty. When she's in the house, the house is not kept. Do you see? So they asked, why have you not left her? He said, but when it comes to the sex, you know, <laughs> do you understand that? It's like, do you see? So the counselor said that, okay, then get the house help. Do you understand? Yeah, yeah, we are done. And I'm a boy. We are done. So even wives also have what they offer. Some wives are not a certain type. So when you are even trying to marry, you have to check the type of wife that yes, and maybe I'll say for a bear man. But the woman you are going for doesn't know how to do such things. And in my you, you cannot turn her into that. Right? So you have to let her be. <laughs> see, but some women don't say bear men, but what they also bring, you know. Do you see? It's a powerful thing. Do you see? You see, check it. Because some women they will not bring that. But it's true. So even in trying to be a certain type of woman, be according to your kind, right? I'm not saying that was something that you can learn to do. So me, this not me. Please, don't misunderstand my message. So your laziness and your lack of interest in being of help will turn into, oh, this is what Pastor was talking about. Do you guys know? That's not my point. Hallelujah. Please, do you get it? Yeah. So, see that? There are those that help. It's a government. So there are people that, <laughs> they govern. They are very administrative. That's one of the things that me I lack. I'm not administrative. All my administration is done inside my head. So me, I forget things. I forget things. So if you do it, you find out that I forget. If you even say you are coming to look for me today, you have to quickly confirm. Because by the time you say want to, I'm somewhere. They are trying to let me do calendar, so I'll do it. You see. Then a computer can do it for you. So but my point is that. If you want to be a pastor and you want to build a church, you must also be administrative. Do you get it? But I don't have that grace. Do you get it? Yeah. It's not that I don't want to do it. As I'm trying to do it, then I do something else. Do you understand that? As I'm trying to do it, then I do something else. Which is also very beneficial. So what I do is that I'll find somebody that will do that. So maybe I've been here. Maybe I'm a pastor, but you have that gift. It's not the gift of the head pastor to be that all the time. There are things. You see, you too, you can do that. But see this one, you want to govern the church, you must at least be a pastor. Do you understand? Like, well, some places when we meet, you are not there, so how can you even govern? Do you get it? So you may find that you have that grace. 
you think on a certain level. You don't see that ah, a pastor could do this and this and this. And no, that becomes your work. Do you see? Because you know that I've not seen it too. And it's not that I didn't think I would do it, but I'll do something else. Please, you understand that? Yeah. See, when the apostles were, they said they must give themselves to the ministry of the word and prayer. What is that? Oh, but they must do that thing. They must, I said, no. So somebody must do the administrative work. Hallelujah. Did you get it? So they are people that also have faith for that. And when they set in the scene, they set everything in order. And it being in order is also what makes the rest of the things work. What will make the one that will come and preach be able to preach successfully? Do you get it? Yeah. So, there's just a few things. It's not like these are the things that are listed though. So that's all. Any useful thing that God begins to lead you to, when you begin to pick it, it has the ability to turn into something great. Hallelujah. Please understand that. When it comes to preaching and teaching, all of us will have to preach and teach. Because that is like core subject. Do you get it? Core subject. Then we get to the electives. If the electives will differ. Like someone who teaches integrated science as a core subject. It's different from a chemistry teacher. Do you get it? Me, I'm a chemistry teacher. Do you get it? Me, I teach elective teaching. <laughs> do you get it? But you can do core teaching. Do you see? Core basic teaching, helping people to understand. If you, don't say that your target is to turn into me because it's a wrong target to have. That's one of the things that I can confirm for you. It will not happen. You can fast. It won't happen. Come turn into me. So if that frustrates you, you say that then there's nothing God has called you to do. No. So there are things that you can do. There are things that you can do. Different things. And you have the faith for it. But there is the faith for it waiting for you to enter. Hallelujah. I tell the pastor that, for instance, me, it's not my responsibility to bring people to church. Do you know? It's not. And I'm not going to turn it into my responsibility. If I do it, then I'm trying to teach you how to do it. But eventually, I'll leave you to do it. Yes. Do you know why? Because if I turn it into my responsibility, what I do here, I can't do it. You see, you have to understand what is on my mind on a daily basis. And the pressure that is upon my neck to become something on a daily basis. I can't do that. Not that I shouldn't do it too. There's no room for it. So you find occasional dealing on that level. I was telling Pastor Mike, like the confinement cell like this. 
It's not his responsibility. So where's that number? Inject my vein. Ah, you're saying that you should go for the outfit, right? No, no, no. Your pastor is not part. Your pastor's work is to organize you, fire you up. Do you know something about Jesus Christ? He said when the disciples had been with him, he sent them forth. So it's like after they were with him, he sent them forth. That's what your leader is. Your leader is the one that you are with. Then you are sent forth. When you are sent forth, the sent ones are the apostles. So Christianity in its outlook is actually apostolic. Anyone that is with Jesus becomes one that is sent. And that is how leadership is. So it's not the responsibility of your leader to lead you and say, let's go for outreach. Even the outreach, it's not normal to just get up and transport yourself somewhere that you are going to do outreach. Don't you know people? Don't you have friends you talk to? Are you not sitting by people? Are you not dealing with people? That's where you do your outreach. You see, but you leave your world and you travel to another world. How can that if you were going on the outreach? You have to start coming, start coming, start coming, start planning. But you travel somewhere, you go and talk. You have to preach all your year message. <laughs> no. So your leader is with you, then he sends you. So anytime you leave the presence of your leader, you leave as apostles. So you go into your world. So that's how it is. So you can take your confinement place. You, not your leader leading that you are following. You, that's the point. If you find what God has placed in you, you will do great things on your own. Not you are working with somebody. No, you on your own in your world. You'll be doing things there. That's how it is. That's how it is. Do you see? Lord, use me, right? In any way that you want to use me, I'm available. And that's our prayer tonight. Everybody must supply. Everybody must supply. One day, when I was way younger, God told me, I was actually about to finish university. God told me that for many people, their purpose will be in locating their man of God. That's when God was telling me that many of the prophecies they give to people on campus is not true. It's a lie. It's not even realistic. According to order, there must be few pioneers and many supporters. Even the factor tree teaches us that. Do you see? Mm. So I realized that, hey, that's a serious thing. No? So some of you, what gave you purpose is that God brought somebody into your life. And by buying into what they have, you discovered what you've been called to do. So in heaven, eh, in the communities, the leader of every community stays at the center of the community. You see, no one else can stay at the center. 
the main borough is at the center of the community. And it's for a reason. It's for a reason. Lord, use me. 